if your your content strategy is based on how many times you're posting a week, I'm sorry, but that's not a strategy at all. That's just the frequency for which you found you can be consistent. Welcome to the Woke and Worthy podcast. I'm your host, Jess Kwasney, intuitive business coach, healer, and spiritual junkie. My mission is to empower and support entrepreneurs just like you to build a legacy, not just a business. The life of an entrepreneur isn't always an easy one, which is why my goal is to help you navigate the seasons of life and business. From the breakdowns to the breakthroughs, I don't spare any details on this roller coaster ride of being an entrepreneur. Here, we are unapologetically relentless in our pursuit to build badass businesses and even better lives. Each week, we are diving into all things mindset, energetics, and the strategies that you need to grow your business to over six figures. Let's dive in. Hello everyone and welcome to part two of how to create your six-figure business strategy. I know I went off on a lot of tangents last week, so thank you for sticking with me. (laughs) And I am going to preface this to say if you haven't listened to last week though, I I would honestly going back to and recommend listening to it because this one very much is in conjunction with everything that we talked about on the podcast last week because I'm going to be referencing macro and micro strategy and if you're like Jess I don't even know what the hell the macro strategy is well my love that is exactly what I talked to you in detail last week so pause that go listen to episode 47 and then bring your pretty little ass back to this episode and we can get going today we're gonna dive right in so Like we talked about last week, when it comes to our macro strategy, what that is in terms of our business is really the big picture and where it is that you want to go, what it is that you're creating, the life, the business, what it is that you want to experience. And why understanding this is so important because the macro essentially can be thought of as our north star it is what's guiding us forward in our business it is what we are looking to move towards and to expand towards and to reach that sort of target but the beautiful thing with the north star and why i'm bringing that in as the reference is it's a guidance points. So you know where it is that you want to go, but you're not tied to it to looking any certain way because what we're really focused on is, okay, this is the intention for my business for this year. This is what I want to be able to experience. This is what I want to be able to create. And when we look at that, we have the offers, the programs, the services within our business that guide us towards being able to experience this big picture version, the impact that we want to make, the legacy that we are here to leave. Now, like we talked about last week as well too, micro, macro, sorry, big picture, the micro strategy is what supports the big picture. And really, I've kind of broken it down, not kind of, I have broken it down into four different micro strategies. So 
what these are is we have the you strategy, we have your content strategy, your offer strategy, as well as your sales strategy. Okay, so I know that sounds like it's a lot of things, but the you strategy is something that is very consistently used. This is a part of your strategy every single day. Your content strategy, once this gets ironed out, it's really not something that you think about anymore because it comes second nature. This is why I really, really focus on clarity first because clarity truly allows you to understand who it is that you are serving, understanding them from a psychographic standpoint, understanding how to speak to them in a way that you really build trust with them. And like I've said before as well too, every transaction in our business is built upon trust. And when we have the solid solid content strategy that starts with clarity, consistency becomes easy. And that's where I say, once you have this ironed out, your content gets to feel easy. Where maybe for you before, or even right now, maybe it's feeling like it's a struggle for you to post three to four times per week. You see other creators out there who are posting six or seven times per week. So basically a post a day, not basically a post a day. And you're even thinking, holy hell, it's hard for me to even come up with three ideas per week. How in the sweet fuck am I supposed to come up with double the ideas? This is why I absolutely love, love, love the exercise that I dive into with all of my clients, two separate ones actually, our ideal client avatar from very much a psychographic standpoint where I kid you not, women have pages and I mean like seven to 15 pages of knowing the ins and outs of their ideal client from an internal perspective, an external perspective. They know their ideal client, if not like, as good as, if not better, then they know their best friend. And this is where, honestly, for you thinking like, I have nothing to say, or you may feel like you have nothing to say, but you will never not have nothing to say because this is like your holy grail of content and ideas, and they're never ending. So I love that right there. Um, The next piece of the strategy is your offer strategy. And then we have your sales strategy. So we're going to dive right into it. Now, the you strategy is really, really important because this isn't just how you're supporting and prioritizing yourself in your business, but it's also outside of your business. And I think too often what can end up happening, um, especially when we're the first few years into our businesses, is that we build our lives around our businesses and not our businesses around our lives. And so we essentially end up working ourselves back into a corporate structure and we are lacking the very freedom that is the reason for why we created our businesses in the first place. And so the you strategy has to do with a lot of different things. And when I'm speaking about the you strategy, I'm talking about your basically your mental, emotional, and physical ways that you are supporting yourself. So what do you do for yourself to prioritize yourself first before your business? And I know like one of the steadfast hard rules that I have is when I wake up in the morning, I don't look at my phone. I don't touch my phone for probably 
I would say at least the first hour, hour and a half. That's because the moment that we pick up our phone, what happens? We're we're looking at the notifications. We want to pop open Instagram and see how many messages we have. We have our email. We have our Voxer notifications, whatever the case may be. So we're automatically pulled into almost this not not like a state of a state of alert almost like almost this anxiety ridden like oh my gosh I just started my day and there's already so many things that I can get back to and when we start the day with focusing on work your brain is always going to be stuck on work and all the things that you have to do rather than pouring into yourself first in whatever way feels best to you so if it's a matter of you getting your workout in if you really love slower mornings where you can make your coffee, read a book, if you meditate or journal, whatever it is, even if you can block out half an hour, hell, start with 15 minutes. Do 15 minutes for yourself in the morning first and you will see how much that changes your life to the point where 15 minutes isn't going to be enough because you love it so much. The other thing with the you strategy is having and showing yourself more compassion. I think it is very, very easy for ourselves to be our own worst critic and our own worst enemy, especially on our off days. And one thing that I've come to learn being that we are all we are, we are all creatives, right? Whether you're supporting people, creating content, creating podcasts, writing posts, same thing as creating content. It is so different than working in a corporate job where you kind of basically do the same things day in, day out, where it almost feels like autopilot. Whereas this is very much, it, it's very much your creative brain. And so to think that we can sit and create for eight hours, sometimes even six hours straight, unless you get into a good flow and you're just in the zone and everything's flowing through you and we all love those days and we just keep going. But you're not meant to be creating in long spurts of time if it doesn't feel good for you. So allowing yourself to really understand what it is that you need throughout your day as well as throughout your week. And I think it can be really easy to judge ourselves when, especially when we're maybe, we're not feeling the best, we're not feeling super inspired, maybe we're not even feeling really motivated. We can, maybe you're at a place where you feel like you're doing the bare minimum in your business and as much as you want to be doing more, it just feels forced every single time that you do it. And you recognize what is resistance and this isn't resistance. You can understand the resistance and why it happens and you can support yourself through that, but this is something different. I think because our businesses are so, demand so much of us from a creative outlet that there are gonna be kind of like, I don't wanna call it a lull, but just downtime where you need space to not necessarily not create, but where the ideas might not be flowing as freely. So. If you're being called to maybe take more naps, to work less hours, to spend your time, more time outside, don't judge yourself for that. Like really, it's more so with the you strategy, really getting to know yourself on such a personal level and almost taking care of yourself like a child. 
So if you're having a hard day, allow yourself to feel it all. Don't just ignore it and shove it under the rug as if it doesn't matter because all you're signaling to yourself is that you don't matter. And that will bubble up and blow over more than you ever will know. The best thing that we can do for ourselves and for our businesses is allow ourselves to feel all of our emotions because it's only when we feel our emotions that we will be guided to know what it is that we actually need. And it's actually, I was reading in Gala Darling's new book, um, Magnetic Mindset. And, uh, oh my God, hold on. I better make sure that's the right title. One moment, please. The book is right here somewhere. Yep, I was right. Magnetic Mindset, How to Make Love to the Universe and Manifest Anything. And what she was saying in her book is that we actually, if we allow ourselves to fully feel the emotion that we are experiencing, we will not experience it for more than 90 seconds. Like, please tell me that you cannot not allow yourself to feel something for 90 seconds. It's like a minute and a half. But we're so scared of feeling an emotion because we've never been taught to feel our emotions or how to deal with the difficult or uncomfortable emotions that we avoid them at all cost. And it's the same thing that ends up triggering us and holding us back in our businesses. And so it's really just about learning how to ride the waves of your emotions because we are emotional beings every single second of every single day. Yet we judge ourselves for the ones that aren't necessarily accepted, right? Anger, fear, pain, shame, jealousy, guilt, envy. We immediately judge ourselves for feeling a certain way. But if you just allowed yourself to feel it and to even get curious with it and ask, well, why is this triggering me right now? What? need for myself am I not meeting? If I allowed myself to do what I need to do right now, what would that be? Sometimes that may be you need to take a nap. Sometimes you may need to go pick up a pillow and scream bloody murder into it. Sometimes you may need to put on your favorite song and dance around the house like nobody's watching. Shake your tail a feather. Like shake it out. Our emotions are the key to unlocking the next level of success in our business. The more comfortable we allow ourselves to feel feeling emotions, the easier that it will be to grow our businesses. Your emotions are your secret. Absolutely. So that really is the you strategy. Now, when it comes to content strategy, and this is this very much ties in with the macro because like we talked about last week, it's about understanding um, what are your core offers? Do you have any new offers that you want to create? When do you want to release them? And why this is important when it comes to your content strategy is because you want to know what you're guiding your audience towards. Because otherwise, if you're just showing up to make content just to make content because you're told to make content and you need to make content, but you don't actually know if you're running it to a freebie, 
to your one-on-one, to your group class, to your one-to-one service, to if you're asking people in network marketing to buy the products versus join you as as a partner, right? Your message is going to be so all over the place that you're going to confuse yourself. You're going to feel like you're talking about everything at once while also feeling like you're talking about nothing at all because you don't have any consistency and any sort of message and what your intention is behind why you're saying something. And why you're saying something is so much more important than the way in which you say it. Because when you understand the energy and the intention behind why you're saying something, that's when your words start to matter from the energy of intention that's behind it and why you need to say what it is that you're saying. And when we look at our content strategy, now there's a couple of different ways that we can look at it. It's really about understanding what works for you best. And this is something that I dive into in Awakened Entrepreneur. And actually I'm going to be running, uh, I haven't quite nailed down the the dates yet, but we are going to be going into this in a boot camp that I'm going to be hosting. Oh, I do know the dates. I just haven't ironed out the full details of what the three days are going to look like. But this definitely is going to be a part of it and understanding how you can warm up your audience through your content. So there really is three different buyer levels of buyer awareness. Okay. We have problem aware where your ideal target audience knows like, Hey, I have this problem. Like, so for instance, I, I want to lose weight. I want to sign more clients. I want to be able to sell on social media. I want to be able to create a new offer, right? We, we know what the problem is. We're not, we're not signing clients where we don't have a content strategy. We don't have a business strategy, right? Just different, different things like that. The next one is where, okay, I know what the problem is. And I know that my solution is this. So they start to become solution where they start looking for, this is where they start actively seeking somebody to help them solve their problem because one, they don't know how to do it on their own or two, they've tried it on their own, it hasn't worked and they need some support or three, they know that they could do it on their own but they would rather save the time, money, energy and effort and have somebody support them getting there. And then what's next for the buyer awareness is seeing you as the only solution. And this is why branding and understanding your legacy statements and what you want to be known for and what differentiates your offers from anyone else is really, really super critical. And this is something that we dive into in week four in The Awakened Entrepreneur. So that you no longer, this really is what supports you to no longer questioning who it is that you serve, to no longer comparing yourself to others in your industry and thinking, why the hell would somebody pick me? I don't know what makes me differently. This is where the level of confidence you have in yourself, in your business, in your offers, and in what you do goes absolutely through the roof. And the more 
confidence that you build in yourself, the more conviction you build in your messaging, the more confidence, the more conviction, the more trust you have in yourself and what it is that you're saying instead of questioning if it's the right thing and knowing that it's the only right way to say it for you and that the people, you can never say the wrong thing for the right people and those right people happen to be your soulmate clients. Yeah, that's the magic that we do in Awakened Entrepreneur. It's going to be starting September 19th. If you want to get on the waitlist, DM me waitlist on Instagram and I will get you on that list because we have a whole bunch of incredible bonuses to get you started off the hop there. Okay, content strategy. Now, the other way that we can think about this as well too is essentially your cold, warm, and hot audience. And another way we can think about doing this within your content and the way that I really love to do it and actually kind of the way that I love to do it and support um, entrepreneurs in doing this is a combination between the buyer awareness as well as brand awareness and reach, content that nurtures, and then content that sells. And lots of the times when we don't know the difference between these three or how to talk to our somebody who's in the reach phase of our content versus our selling stage of our content. We're actually, like I said, we're just saying something just to say something without actually having any structure, intention, or context behind why it is that we're saying something. So this is really, really important and what makes what makes up a content strategy? Because your content strategy, if your your content strategy is based on how many times you're posting a week, I'm sorry, but that's not a strategy at all. That's just the frequency for which you found you can be consistent, but it's not a strategy. The third type of strategy to have in, in terms of your micro strategy is your offer strategy, okay? And this is especially, especially important for multi-passionate entrepreneurs. If you are a multi-passionate entrepreneur like myself, take a screenshot of this, tag me on Instagram, let me know, because I love it, here for it. Um, And why this is really important is because it allows you to understand how everything fits inside of your brand. Because I think too often, we're told that you have to, like the niches are in the riches, you have to niche to get rich. If you end up trying to talk to everyone, you end up talking to no one. And while there is, like I want to say very loosely, there is truth to that, there is and there isn't. Because why it potentially hasn't worked for you yet if you're a multi-passionate entrepreneur is because it hasn't made sense to you yet to on how you can talk about everything it is that you love to do in a way that makes sense to you. And so if it doesn't make sense to you, that lack of confidence in it not making sense to you and you continuously questioning, oh, does this make sense? Can I talk about this? Is this too much? Is my audience going to get it? Your audience isn't stupid. They're absolutely not. We need to give we need to give more credit to the intelligent human beings that we have the beauty of building a community with on Instagram. And the biggest thing is as long, like the moment, actually not as long as, but the moment that it clicks and makes sense for you for how it all fits together, 
it then starts making sense for your audience. Not because it didn't make sense for your audience, because it didn't make sense for you. And when it didn't make sense to you, you questioned what it is that you said, why you were saying it, and how the all pieces, all the pieces fit together. So it was like trying to push down a tower of dominoes when every second domino was missing. They didn't go anywhere. This is where you you fill in that gap with the missing domino and it all comes down. And when it all comes down, this is what allows your content to generate consistent leads for you over and over and over again. And with the offer strategy as well too, it's also has a lot to do with how do you like to offer your offers, right? What type of offers do you want to create? What feels most exciting to you? What is it that you want to create and in what capacity do you want to create it? And what I love within the Awaken Entrepreneur is that I think we're definitely moving out of this as an industry, but it's been so standard to have a 90-day program, right? Three months. Three months seems to be the go-to industry standard, but the truth is your transform sometimes your transformation will be longer or sometimes it'll be shorter. So what we end up then unconsciously doing is, oh, well, it has to be 12 weeks. So I have to fill this with stuff that isn't necessarily needed that actually just adds on time to take the ideal client to their transformation when they actually could get to there in eight weeks, but I'm going to make them do it in 12 and extend that time frame. Or you actually need to maybe lay more of the foundation or it's a longer, deeper journey that you want to take them through. So maybe it's four, six, seven, eight, like eight months. And what I love to do is focus on, okay, what are all the things that excite you that you want to be in it? How do you, what do you want to support them through? And logically, how long will it take to go through each of those steps? And once you do that, you see how long it needs to be. Instead of trying to fit it into this time frame that isn't actually a time frame that it needs to fit to in the first place. Um, and then on the same note, like for multi-passionate entrepreneurs, when I speak about, and I think we talked about this in episode 45, we absolutely did. Your offers, you can have a soulmate, ideal client, but every single one of your offers it's going to be, is going to be for a different iteration of your ideal client. And this is where I love in my one-to-one container, getting into the client journey and understanding that where somebody's going to start with you isn't going to be where they end with you and understanding how, and this really helps with client retention so that once they start and say you're your beginning offer, you have a mid-level and a higher level and it's that client client journey with you and what's really important about this and understanding your offers is you can expand your brand meaning that you can be multi-passionate you can talk about multiple things and then it's understanding how to niche your pitch how to niche every single offer so that you are talking to one single person because somebody who's on their day one with you, you're not good. They're not going to have the same fears, pains, problems, hopes, desires as somebody who's on day 
1,000 with you potentially, right? So if we're talking to this person like they're the same person, the, the depth of your method, message for day 100, what you're talking about, they might not have any interest in your messaging or it might feel like it's way over their heads if you're talking to them like the person at day 1,000. And if you're trying to talk to the person at day one or the person at day 1,000, like the, the person at day one, it's probably going to be too beginner. They've probably already been through what you're trying to take them through. So they see you as what would have been a potential solution, but they're past that. So this is where we really need to understand, like I said, the different iterations of our client and which offer is for which iteration of that client. And then the last micro strategy for us to focus on is our sales strategy. So kind of two parts to this. This is your launching strategy. And then the also, how do you sign clients strategy? So with the sales strategy, it, it very much has to do with what is your strategy? Do you like for, for you? How do you personally one, how do you convert the best? And in what way do you convert the best? And two, in which way do you enjoy doing it? And so I've had clients who love sales calls and doing discovery calls. I have other clients who are still working full time while running their businesses on the side. So they do everything through the DMs. And it's really about finding your where you really thrive and where you excel in. And this is why I personally, um, I love doing discovery calls. I love getting to feel your energy. I love getting to feel the excitement for what it is that you do. And I love for me personally, because I'm very, very empathic and highly sensitive to energy and to people. I want to feel and experience your energy to see what it would be like to work with you and to make sure that we vibe off one another because there's nothing worse. Like I can absolutely love you to death and we can get on and there could just be this mismatch or misalignment within our energies, which could make a three or six month time together feel like a lifetime. And I very much want it to be just this mutual, absolute mutual love for each other and for what we're creating and for wh where I'm getting to support you in. Um, and then with launching as well too, there's so many different ways that you can choose to launch or quite frankly, to never launch and to still get sales. And it's deciding, okay, do I actually want to live launch? Do I want to be launching all the time? How do I want to be running my programs? Do I want them to be evergreen? Do I want them to be stop starts? Do I want there to be cohorts? Do I want them to um, cross over one another? Do I want to only launch through my content and that's how I'm going to do it? Do I want to do everything behind the scenes with emails and wait lists and get people in that way? Do I honestly just want to fill everything up completely, completely behind the scenes in my DMs? I don't know if I said that already. I apologize. As I said that, it sounded like I just said it. Like there actually, this is where there's no one size fits all to business strategy. And it's also very dependent on the season that you're in as well too. And this is for why me personally, I don't specifically include launch strategies in Awakened Entrepreneur, but rather we do a live call about it to talk about what, all the ways that you can do it. 
and to find what will work for you best and what what you're interested in, what you have experience in, what you want to try, or maybe an avenue that you want to branch out into, right? Like we've all heard about challenges. There's boot camps, there's masterclasses, there's even just like extended masterclasses. There's launching through your content. There's launching, like I said, with pre-sale lists and doing a lot of wait lists and different things like that. So there's, there's really is so many options for us to do. And so like you can, like you can see here with the micro strategies, again, the you strategy, the content strategy, the offer strategy, the sales strategy, this is all supporting your macro strategy and the big picture for your business and where you want to go. And without these strategies, I know it sounds like a lot, but once you get this nailed down, this is where business starts to feel easy. And so if you're feeling resistance to your business right now, like you're showing up and doing the work and taking the consistent action, but it's not getting the results that you want. You're not seeing clients consistently. Your content really isn't bringing in your target audience or people interested in what it is that you're doing or your launches aren't going the way that you want them to go or maybe you don't even have a specific way to launch but basically the energy and the time that you're putting in you're not seeing a return on that investment the way that you would like to it's likely that you're still navigating and trying to discover all of these parts of creating your own strategy if that's where you feel, if that's where you feel you are at right now, I have spots open only till the end of the month. So when this is being released, I believe there's six or seven more days. Let's call it a week. And it's when you have this concrete strategy for yourself where you truly get to lean back into that being able to work less while make more where you can get more done in less time because you you know your strategy, you know what works, you know what your income producing activities are. You are able to delegate if you're in a position to do so where you can really stay focused in your zone of genius and what really allows business to start to feel fun. The whole reason why you created this is so that you would never feel like you were working in a job again and to actually love and enjoy the hell out of what it is that you do so if you feel like you've lost that passion that spark that excitement that enjoyment for what it is that you do I would almost I would like beg I would bet to take a guess that there's something unaligned misaligned within your current strategy and this is what I would love to help you iron out. So obviously you can make more, you can work less, you can enjoy that time freedom while also starting to work towards that financial freedom. So this is something you're interested in. Again, applications are only open for one more week. So you could head to, best way is to head to the link in my Instagram bio and click apply or shoot me a DM message and we can talk about it in the DMs to see if this is right for you but if you're looking to generate consistent cash and clients on Instagram without spending hours doing engagement let's narrow down your micro and macro strategy and get you towards that six figure business honey as always thank you so much for joining me and we will see you all next week 
Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Woke and Worthy podcast. I hope that this episode has helped you in gaining more clarity and confidence to start taking massive inspired action in your life and business. If you love this episode, it would mean so much to me if you would take a second to rate and review it. Each review helps us to help more entrepreneurs just like you create a life and business that they are obsessed with. And don't forget to take a screenshot, share it on your Instagram stories and tag me at I am Jess Kwasny. We'll see you back here next week.